I, I was on Bonfire. I left Bonfire in March. Why? Um, <sighs> it was it was really bless you. Oh, jeez. Oh, I covered I covered oh, my milk. Oh my god! And it was the fourth of the car. Get out! Get out! I covered get, my out. milk with cotton. Get out! Get out! There. No, there it started. <laughs> there it started. This is Howie Mandel does stuff. I'm Howie Mandel. I'm Jacqueline Schultz. My daughter, and we have the uh, we have Dan Soder, one of the funniest. Uh, most talented uh, young people on the uh, I planet. Say young people because I'm, um, I love that. I just turned forty, so I'll take that young thing anytime I can get it. You feel old at forty? I, I feel older. I feel like uh, childhood is done finally. 40. Just at forty, thirty-nine, it's over. She's going to be thirty-nine this year, so thirty-nine. You know she got another year of childhood. Yeah. It really does. At forty, you're kind of like, oh, it's done. I'm an adult now. Really? I should learn about income tax. I don't know. I didn't, never knew what it was. Until 40? 40, 40 is when I you just, figured it all out? No, I still haven't figured it out. I just know that uh, I can't get away with a lot of stuff that I could get away with in my 30s by being like, I'm in my 30s. I'm figuring it out. Well, no. when I when I met you just a minute ago, we yeah. haven't met before. <laughs> he They said he's using the bathroom and he came out and I thought you had shit yourself. No, yeah, yeah. I, no, but you I, had you had a... I'm looking forward to those days coming up. You know, in my 70s. But I 80s. hadn't met the guy. He walks out of the bathroom and, and he's holding his stomach and he goes... Oh, I just took a, a very satisfying piss and it was very like, have you ever taken a dissatisfying piss? Uh, I've, I've had to pee so bad that when I, when I did do it, it didn't live up to the expectation I thought it was going to be. Have I pissed in a car? <laughs> I've never, I, I, one time I pissed in a car while we were moving my mom's boyfriend from Connecticut to Colorado. I had to piss in a Gatorade bottle and that was unsatisfying because you're worried about it filling I know, I know, I know. It's okay. He, he's off mic. They're saying he's off mic. I, I just want to say he, it's no, okay. It's okay. No. Just it's fine. It's okay. Whatever he decides. So to do. here's the thing, Dan. <laughs> I love it. It's uh, all No, guard. go go. Keep it keep it where it was. So uh, it's we've been not even on. <laughs> we've been doing. Is it not on? <laughs> no, the mic's not on. You keep telling me I love it, dude. I love. Uh, there it is. There it is. That's him. Okay, go go ahead. Finish your sentence. Your thought. People need to hear what I'm saying. No. No. Dan, <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, but that was a dissatisfying piss, was pissing in that Gatorade bottle on the drive. But you said... Your parents I, were there? My, it was my mom's... I was in the U-Haul with my mom's boyfriend, and I, I turned my back to him, so he didn't see anything. You couldn't Whoa, just, wait, like, pull wait, over? Wait, 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 wait. Your mom's boyfriend put you in a U-Haul. This sounds <laughs> like it's going to end really badly. No, Is yeah. he uh, registered? I, uh, Is he registered someplace? He's not registered. Okay. This was, we were driving him from Connecticut to Colorado. In my, a U-Haul? Yeah, my mom was driving his car, right. so she was in front of us with, like, his cat. And then I was in the U-Haul with him. Nothing sounds good here. It, no, it was not good. <laughs> Howie, none of it was good. Top to bottom, none Why did it. you have to be there? I don't know. How old were you? I was 13. I was 12 oh. or 13. Oh. Sucked. Yeah, I was <laughs> 55 when I pissed in the car. Were you? Yeah. Did you did you piss into something? No, I was in the car, and I had to piss, so I took a piss. Where did you piss? In the car while I was driving. Where in the car? In the driver's seat. You just pissed yourself. I had to piss. It's not like I had to piss for a long period of time. I just had to piss. And so you just pissed yourself? I didn't bother holding it. Where? What did you do when you got to your destination? Was changed. There... I changed. So you were going home? Yeah. And then you were like, oh, well, I, I'll just clean my underwear. And you change. don't know who I am, do you? I don't, but I'm trying to figure it out through these series of questions. <laughs> you don't know who I am. I don't at all. No. Ludinos, Ludinos, let me tell you something. Please right? do. Let me tell you something. 
You know when you watch a TV show from England or from Australia and they do these pranks and then they have one of the celebrities from Australia or England assist in the prank? Sure. And you're watching and you're thinking, I don't know who that person is? Yeah, yeah. I'm like that, but all over the world. I love that. That was the coolest description of a person I've ever... That was a simultaneous brag and knockdown of yourself in one sentence. It was he's internationally not known. It was incredibly <laughs> self-deprecating while also being cocky. Yeah. You know how some people are world-renowned? Yeah. He's world not known. That's right. I love it. I was in Vegas last week. I was doing Las Vegas, Nevada. I was at the Tropicana in Las Vegas, Nevada. And there's, it's a very expensive ticket price. Yeah. Very expensive. I think it's about 50 bucks. Yeah. A lot of money. So what I do, and I ha I'm unique this way, I have the ability... I do 20 minutes. Yeah. I have the ability. Of what? Uh, of stand-up. Okay. But I have the ability of, of making 20 minutes feel like an hour and a half. That is. You're really getting them. That's they all get the value. They get their money's worth. That is a value. Man, you're great at selling yourself and also <laughs> not selling yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to learn and also trying to avoid all of this stuff you're saying. In one breath, I'm like, I gotta learn how to do. I don't need to learn how to do. Yeah. I'm going one way, and then the door shut. This is true. I had a, a kid. This is the absolute truth. A kid flew in to see my show with his father from Massachusetts. That's big. From Massachusetts in a U-Haul, and he just pissed in a Gator cup. And and he and he flew in, and he introduces himself to me, and I said to him, I said to him, well. You're going to be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. Let him know what he's getting. <laughs> not getting. Not getting. Let yeah. him know what he's missing out on. So that's who you're talking to, buddy. So, Dan. I love uh, it. Do you? I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love I love being around comedians just to see what in all shapes and forms we come in, you know? Yeah. And, the, and that is... It's a car pisser. You, you, sir, are a car pisser. That's right. And I respect the hell out I'm of you. I'm proud of it. The fact that you just let it rip. I didn't even, I, it's not like I had to piss for a long period of time. You know how you just you feel like you have to piss? So you just let it go? I pissed. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, of course. Did you get the shivers? No, it was just a piss and I was making a right turn and then I kept Wait, you going. get the shivers when you piss? Yeah, you ever pissed in bro? No. No. I've never had the piss shivers. No. no. Why is, every time I bring this up, people act like I'm an animal. Why wait, do you wait, wait. bring it up all the time? So people so get the piss shivers. I brought it up on my old radio show and people... I felt like an idiot until people reached out and were like, no, that happens all the time. No, it no. doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. Is, there, is there anybody in the anybody control in the room that has the piss shiver? Sure, we got a hand up. Oh, For great. Sure. We have a lady with her hand Jenny, up. Jenny's, all genders. Jenny's father, Jenny is visiting, her family is visiting here from Colorado. She brought her hey, father to see. Productive. I feel like Kyle from is a from piss shiver. You're from Colorado too? Yeah, I grew up in Aurora. Go Nuggets. That was fun. The so, guy right there. So, so maybe it's a maybe it's a local thing because yeah, the, it is the guy folk. from Colorado that held up his hand with the piss shivers. Yeah, what it happens a, is, is you piss and then your body it, it's it's warm. It, it, like you go. <laughs> I've never great. done that. Can you imagine if the guy at the next urinal, like I've I, have you been in a public restroom and done that with yeah. somebody right next to you? <laughs> yeah, I've been at, I've been at, I've been at football <laughs> games. And then, you know, and I think other men are like, oh, that was a good piss. Yeah. It's, it's, you know it what it is? It's like, it's like uh, after a meal going like, oh. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's a no, good, it's that's a good not. piss. No, after a meal, oh, that was delicious. While you're pissing, going, <laughs> is not the same thing. I'm just saying you haven't lived life unless you've piss shivered. 
Well, I pissed one time if it was like 40 degrees outside. Uh-huh. I did it then. You had to piss shivers then? Yeah. But those are the shivers from cold. From that's not from the pee. No, that's, not from the, the pee. that's from the temperature. I'm, I'm telling I'm you. I'm not right. a doctor. I'm not a fucking doctor. Neither <laughs> am I. I just know what I felt. And I felt the Lord touch me when I get a piss shiver. Like, hmm. <laughs> this feels unbelievable. <laughs> Why would you refer to your... Um, Mother's boyfriend is the Lord. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe? Joe is never the Lord. I, I never got that fight. I always wanted that fight. The second I got too big, he moved out. He did. That's how the world works. Size does matter, doesn't it? It does. And when God gave me the size, he was like, I'm going to get going. Because he knew. He, he knew, knew it was coming. He knew. You know, I, 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 got, I, I need to tell you this because I just, I have a friend, right? Well, that's it. Anyway, yeah. so here's a question. <laughs> well, he needs to talk. No, because you would think he's alone. You would yeah. think it's just Lou. Yeah. But this guy, this Don, let me tell you this story. This guy has... Who did you just call him? What did you call Don? him? Don. 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 Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> His name's not Don. It's not Don? No, nah, but you're close. Okay. I didn't think this guy. Wait, wait, wait. Use his name in a sentence. Uh, Don. This guy... <laughs> Don Soderman. He's not even Don, Don Soderberg. Soderman. Don Soderman. Killed to have been a Soderberg. I would Soderberg. Have, I would have killed to have been a member of the tribe. I like your movies, man. Thank you. And, um, Thank so you very much. Don, Don Soderberg. I have a friend. Another Here's guy. what I'm trying to tell you. This is important. I have a friend who has mm -hmm. a Midas touch. Everything he touches turns into a muffler shop. Uh, you are. I see why how it keeps you around. You're fun. Do you think so? He's a fun guy. I okay, like him. so the, the, I, I'm gonna I'll give you some history on this podcast. <laughs> he was Lou, who is a friend of mine. Lou was there uh, the very first night I ever got on stage in April nineteenth, nineteen seventy seven. Eight in eight in. <laughs> it's eight o'clock, eight p.m. <laughs> Let me just say before you take. And he that. said to me, "Harry, you got it." <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Hank's always had a touch." Okay, done. The third week done. I was done. done. The third, how we went on stage on, on a uh, Wednesday. I remember sure. the day. It was a Wednesday. Within three weeks, he was the funniest man on the butt. It literally took headset. him that long to conquer stand-up. Okay, anyway, that's not the point. It is the, the point, point is that I've known this guy forever, and I love Lou. Yeah. So we, were, we, did, we started this podcast. Sure. And Lou was on. Yeah. And uh, a lot. Yeah. And he doesn't know me. I don't, but I'm learning about you. He doesn't fucking know me. I don't, but I'm learning. But that's a worldwide issue. That's right. Yeah. It's international. international. He's part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty part soon of the... it's going to dawn on him. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's going on here? I'm going to be a Lou fanatic by the time I leave. Don't well, worry. That, this is well, an experiment. There's some people in their 20s that don't even know me. But people were commenting, right? When it's you were 50, on 50. the line. It's 50-50. Usually in our comments, yeah. Some, some of them really despise me and some of them just despise me but we've had we've had a lot of comments recently that said recently. bring lou back seriously uh-huh so don <laughs> that's why i'm here he's you're back you're the, you're the, i'm here to usher in the lou era yeah, that's what you've that's done it. this I, is the lou era I just to give shot. you a, a little sense of what has happened in the past so you know where you're sitting uh can you roll a, a clip of lou and maybe some past episodes Dude, I want to see a highlight reel. I, mean, I don't know. We didn't make a whole reel. It wasn't. We're not that interested. Just felt like this hey. this profound sense of loneliness and not feeling loved, and that's what I ended up having to figure out. Like, what is this? What is this thing? So, 
I didn't have a good trip, but my buddy said, dude, you don't get the trip you want. You get the trip you need. And it was kind of like clear as day that, okay, I need to figure out why I feel like this. And I, and I, I just, I, I, I Bill immediately Burr knew very... who I was. Lou, please let me finish this. <laughs> please don't slow it down with your Sunday newspaper story again. <laughs> so he was, Bill Burr was in a, go ahead. Uh, Hall of Famer. One of my favorite comedians of all time. Yeah. And I was uh, talking about his mushroom trip. Right. I just love watching you. There's nothing more Bill Burr than going, Lou, I don't need you in this right now. I hope I can get to the point where I'm that comfortable where I go, Lou, I'm talking about piss shivers. Either stand back or jump in full. Uh, so he had that, he had that, uh, I'll show you something else. Some, like a, another one. But people say, bring them back. You're not going through it. This is all of your heroes that Lou is annoyed. Just <laughs> <laughs> old clips so of So you're Rodney. in good company. Yeah. Uh, this so is Rick know. Glassman from the Shoes Off Pod. I love Rick Glassman. Well, today, watch Today, just so you know, today I got my fingers crossed. I applied to go to Harvard. And just keep your fingers crossed for me. You know what I is think? That, you know, I, I think I figured it out. I think I figured it where, where the disconnect is. You have excellent setups. Excellent setups. But I just don't think you finished them yet. No, probably not. But that's, I'm working on it. I know. <laughs> Why does everything like Lou, where, where, I, what school of thought that's you going to do? Everything has to have a point. I'm starting to see a trend. <laughs> He's a trendsetter. I'm starting to think that you're a human Rubik's cube. And everyone's trying to figure you out. And the more you try to figure you out, the more frustrating it gets. You know, I've never considered myself a Rubik's Cube, but I know that I cannot complete one in 11 seconds. So now you know how people feel meeting you. It's that same energy of like, yeah, I don't know. Throw me away. <laughs> I do like that line. Keep your fingers crossed. I'm gonna go to Harvard. I love that you're getting new. You're getting new old bits. Old <laughs> hey, one of my one of my Instagram uh, movies. I do these movies on Instagram. Sure. One of them has over one million two hundred and ninety four thousand views. Mofo. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's real good. That's called going viral. It, no, it's not. But what, I think it is. <laughs> he doesn't know. I, I, he doesn't I'd know. like to perform that for you. Can I perform that? My my one oh, because uh, there's millions of people, more than a million people that have guest. seen it. They want to see it live. Yeah, this sounds. This I mean, not, nobody's watching this. Who live. am I to deny a hit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. <clears throat> Whatever you do, don't. Thank you. Are you? Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm starting to realize that you're from the style of Yogi Berra. <laughs> where, where, you, where you just say things that are a constant circle. You, they should use you to break down criminals. The they should drop you in an interview room. One of my favorite uh, quotes that I, I often quote of Lou's is, and I've heard other people try to do it, but they can't do it like Lou, is yeah. fool me once quote. Fool me once. Shame on you. Sure. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me three times. Shame on you. Fool me four times. Shame on me. Fool me five times. Shame on you. 
fool me six times. Shame on me. Fool me seven times. Shame on you. Fool me eight times. Shame on me. Fool me. I, can't. I wanted to see how long you were to keep going. Why I've gone you up stop? to 17. I've gone up to 17. And today and was eight. You are today? a walking word problem. Yeah. <laughs> you are a walking. Like, you know those old SAT questions? That's how you speak all the time. If you walked up to me and you were like, a train leaves New York at 345, and a train leaves Chicago at 215, at what time will they meet? And honestly, just like those questions, I'm going to give up at some point. And I'm just going to keep reading them. But the response I got from doing that was identical to what happened in Vegas. Which is? What? That response was perfect. It brought me back. To the live stage. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> so Dan, yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. I love Just it. trying to figure you out. Dan has got uh, amazing talents. Not Dan. only insta- Dan. Yeah, my name's Dan. <laughs> From the biblical Daniel to be judged by God. Lou, Lou just done. figured out who was <laughs> done. The last one he said was done. 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 Which done. I was like, That's what do you think cool his name is? Name. What's his name, Lou? Who are you sitting with? Uh, Dan. Well, now he knows. Dan Not Snotterberg sounds way better than Soder. Soder. Sure. Dan Soder. Sure. It on the, on the screen. Oh, I can't see it. I got there's a there's an object in front of that screen. So it's your face. Uh, no. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Dan's done some of the greatest. He's an, uh, I, I'm not allowed to talk about his acting. It's crazy because we like they really are like Don't. your manager called. That's so ridiculous. But it's not ridiculous. It's the union strong. We're the union you, strong. Yeah, we are union strong. But they also are like. Don't you go losing your health insurance? <laughs> That's okay. No, I get it. So no, we're not going to talk about that. So, and your stand-up comedy is great, and your hosting is great. You do radio shows, yeah. And and uh, you, didn't you replace Anthony on Opie, Opie and Anthony? No, 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 no. I, I I used to go on Opie and Anthony a lot. But and when they they threw Anthony out, right? Yeah, and then they had a rotating cast of comics come in and kind of hang out while that happened, while oh. they figured it out. And then on a podcast, maybe with Big J or whatever. Yeah, Big J and I had the bond. I was on the bonfire with Big J for eight years, and then I left in March, and Bobby Kelly took over. Is that where you did, uh, where you called Fox? Chappelle. Oh, no, that was was on Legion of Skanks, the podcast Legion of Skanks, and they uh, tricked a Fox News reporter that was doing a documentary about comedy, and uh, she thought she was talking to Dave Chappelle, so I prank phone called her as Dave Chappelle. And she believed it for a good five to six minutes. Oh, well, yeah. And I was just walking my dog in New Jersey. <laughs> and what did you tell her? I was So it was through our friend Louis J. Gomez. And, right. uh, you know, they were like, what bit are you going to do? Like, how are you going to mess with her? And I was like, I'm just going to keep. She thought Louis J. Gomez, who's a friend of mine, been a longtime friend of mine. She thought he was very close to Dave Chappelle. He's not. I don't think he's ever met Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Why did she think he was close to Dave Chappelle? Because she was like, oh, we want to get Dave on this comedy documentary. And she was saying Dave. And he thought she meant Dave Smith from the Legion of Skanks podcast. (laughs) And he was like, oh, I'll give you Dave's number. He's like a brother to me. And so she thought it was Dave Chappelle. (laughs) And so she was like, it's such an honor to text you. And then Tim Butterly, a really funny Philly comedian, was on the podcast. And he was like, you guys should prank phone callers, Dave Chappelle. And Big J was like, Soder does a perfect Chappelle. 
you should call her. And uh, I was playing a video game and he called me and he's like, hey, will you make this prank phone call? And I grew up doing prank phone calls. So I was like, yeah, I would love to. And so I called her. They called her on, um, you know, like three way calling. And then I just tricked her into thinking Dave Chappelle was best friends with Louis J. Gomez. Is that is that online? Now? Yeah, it's on YouTube. They they've clipped it, but it's uh, it was very funny because is it kept... yours? Can we use? Can we? Oh yeah, you guys run can air it. it. I'm, I guarantee they would love if you aired it. Um, okay, l- let's put up that call because I want you to talk us through it. As you're, I love my favorite thing even more than TV and podcasting is prank calls. It was when I started. It was like kind of like the first uh, realization that I was funny was when I would prank phone call with my friends. Right. And I grew up right at the age where Star Six Seven became a thing. Right. So then it was for like, those that don't know, Star Six Seven is where you can block your blocks your number, right. so you can prank phone call. You're off the grid. Right. And it was unbelievable. What's I your had, favorite prank call of all time? The one of the I used to call grocery stores, telling them that the food got me sick, and I would just describe the sickness <laughs> that I got. <laughs> And to keep them on the phone, uh, there was one time I called. We, like to, to that same uh, kind of uh, lane, I used to sit, one of my best friends ever was uh, Gilbert Godfrey. One of the funniest human beings of all ever. time. And one so, of the sweetest men of all so, time. So we used to sit at the Carnegie Deli. And yeah. at the Carnegie Deli in New York, it's kind of a group table like tourists and everybody sits like shoulder to shoulder with strangers you don't get your own table there's no table for two there's two seats at a table yeah r.i.p carnegie deli i know it was so fun there's something called the carnegie deli but it's not the carnegie it's it's not it but but we used to sit there yeah and i used to say and we and there'd be tourists that we'd be shoulder to shoulder and i'd say to him like how you doing they go well i can't do i don't do what why would I? Yes. Yeah. But he used to go, I got a, a fluid yeah. seeping from my ass. <laughs> I love it. It's like a pus. I love it's like, it. And people are sitting there with their corned beef sandwiches. Yeah. And it, but he would do that. So let's let's hear, put this on play. So they called me. There was, I was just at home. And they were like, can you do this call? Talk. Let's go. Oh, this is a commercial for Shady Rays. Kenny, I see what you did here with the sun. I see what you did here. All right, Shady Rays are our favorite uh, sunglass company. <laughs> for the sun. <laughs> for the sun. And apparently for this commercial, too. Um, they have a great uh, guarantee that if you break them or you don't like them, you can return them. Um, they come in different styles. Their cost is uh, really affordable, not like really expensive uh, glasses. Um, and every... Purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. Uh, from you know, I'm talking about childhood cancer patients to and and young adults with serious health conditions. Shady Rays is making a lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free with 30, within their 30 days. I think I said that originally. It was really hard for you to see what I said because it's so bright in here, No, Kenny. that's not what I was saying. You can return them, if, but if they're broken, that's another guarantee, which they don't break because they're really durable and they last long and they have a lot of great uh, styles, like the one I have on my head, which people probably can't see through this okay. sunny... It's sunny commercial. And bright here's and sunny commercial. It's a bright and sunny. Kenny, this is ridiculous. Kenny, Wait, these two are the turn the sun down. Oh no, the lenses are different. The, the lenses are different. Yeah. Anyway, this, exclusively for our listeners and watchers, Shady Rays is doing is is giving out their best deal of the season. How do you get that? 
You go to ShadyRays.com and use code Howie for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shady, uh, the shades rated five. Hold on. I, I know it's that. hard to read in the sun. <laughs> Put on your Shady Rays. No. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code Howie for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Here, you want another one? Wait. What? Wait. Does this work? Wait. Let's see. We'll put a pair of Shady Rays over the camera, Kenny. Does that work? Did it work? Did it work? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Shady Rays. Wow. There's a test. For the sun and for podcasts. Now back to the <laughs> podcast. Yes, the state of the comedy, state of comedy free speech. fighting PC culture. You're if, you're, the if the closest thing you have to a brother, Louis J. Gomez, <laughs> happens to come up, feel free, feel free to roll with that for a little bit. Okay, so they're they're setting it up. They, they were, this is them setting it up to me. All right, all right, all right. I'm <laughs> muting and now adding call. Okay. Wait, we can be cool. We can talk. So you're getting a you Fox person on the phone. Yeah, they they called. The, they're so calling the producer. It's not muted. Shut up, Dave. And I'm already on the phone, so I know. She thinks this is Dave Chappelle calling her. Oh, hey, Dave, how are you? Hello? Join, 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 join. <laughs> this is such prank phone call energy. Hello? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm, I'm on a train, so apologies. Can you hear me? Oh, it's quite all right. I'm outside. I just want to call you real quick because I know I only have about four minutes. That's okay. I have like 1% battery. <laughs> oh, well, I just I, I wanted to get in quick and talk to you about Louis J. Gomez. Easily so, one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Yes. So as I was doing this, I was, I was walking my dog. Right. And I'm like walking around Hoboken, New Jersey being like, Man, I love Louis J. Gomez. <laughs> can't, I can't get enough of him. I find him to be a very important part of comedy. And as I'm doing it, at one point in this call, I was picking up shit. <laughs> like my dog shit. Uh, we got like, it. We got, you don't have to say your dog <laughs> it shit. It wasn't you. It was just <laughs> me taking a nice hot dump. But I remember. I like I, to pick up strange shit. I, I just pick it up and I feel. And I remember I turned the corner and I was, I was talking pretty loud on the phone. Right. And this guy comes around the corner and he like looks at me and he's like, I could just see that he was like, I thought I heard Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just me holding a bag of poop with a mutt. Keep going. Let's that hear That man is very important to me. He is like a brother. Yes. I've been with him through thick and thin. We have established a, a connection that is a bond that is unbreakable. Yes. Yes. I would honestly say I'd take a bullet for Louis J. <laughs> you know, he was incredible. I, mean, I met him at Gas Digital, and he was so influential. Gas Digital is uh, is crazy how hard I've seen him work on it, and how incredible. The, the one problem is, is the website. I keep telling him, I say, Louis, you gotta fix the website. So I don't know that they're reacting yeah, like this. Right? I'm just like on my phone. You, Part of the best part of prank phone calling is when your friend is in the other room and they have their hand, you know, they yeah. have their hand on the receiver and they're like, what are you doing? 
And you're like, <laughs> I'm getting nuts. So I didn't know how it went. And then they hung up and they were like, and that was when I watched oh, this clip it was the first time I got to see the people reacting to it. Well, that's like, fantastic. I was like, did oh, you make was... a, did you make any, did you give her any misinformation besides you knowing uh, Louis B. Gomez and him being the great? No, Louis J. Gomez. Louis he, would, J. He, would, he would, he would get mad at me if I I'm Canadian you. and the exchange rate on a J is a B. Is a B? <laughs> yes. He, um, the, the fun part was just like, she always was trying to. As she tried to move it back to a regular conversation, I would subtly bring it back to just wanting to talk about Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> so she would be like, well, what do you think of the state of comedy? And I'd be like, well, Lewis J. Gomez always says. <laughs> and, and then I'd just softly guide it to where I she... I love making prank calls, yeah. and I love listening to prank calls. I was just listening to one that uh, I loved, which I would love to do. It was ra a, a guy called Radio Shack. Okay. And he called Radio Shack, and he says, uh, this is the, the head office. Yeah. Uh, is there, do you have any customers there? And he goes, the guy goes, yeah, and, uh, we have uh, two customers in the store. He goes, can I please speak to one of the customers? We're doing a customer survey from the head office. Nice. Isn't that great? So the customer, the, the guy goes, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, it's our head office. Can you talk to the head office? And it, he gives the phone to her and, and they go, did, your, did our manager inform you that you are the one millionth customer? And she goes, no, <laughs> no. So here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna say go. And you have 30 seconds to grab everything that you could possibly grab off the shelves. I love that. And it's yours, free of, on I your mark, that. get set, go. And you hear the phone drop, and then the guy goes, hello, hello, what, hey, ma'am, 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 ma'am. And go, what's happening? She's grabbing, she's stealing stuff. That is the best. There is nothing best than introducing chaos because of a prank phone call. I used to work at a radio station in Tucson. Right. At a, like a rock station. And we would get... We would get uh, a, that almost was perfect as I was talking about the request line. I think it's Lou. I think you timed it out. I'm Lou. on TV. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on TV as we speak. T ball. I'm, a I I love I'm that. on television, buddy. Bye. That was great. I love that. Good hang up, too. It's a guy that's been in the biz for a I'm while. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed that I do apologize. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I, know, I remember where I was in the story. Go ahead. But we used to have a request line. Right. And I learned I could turn my mic off and then I could record the calls and I could answer two lines at the same time. Wow. So I would wait till they were ringing and then in sync I would answer them both and you would hear them go like, KFMA! And the other guy would go, yeah, KFMA! <laughs> and they'd be like, play Metallica! He'd be like, not... Nah, no, push just to move it down. And then they would be arguing with each other. And me and my buddy would just be sitting there like, this is so fun. Oh, we always, I used to always love putting calls together. Because they, they are like, yeah. uh, hello? Hello? When you did that, that I swear that I didn't know. I don't know how you did it the first time. It was like magic. You called two restaurants or. That's yeah. always yeah. the, where you yeah. call the that restaurant. That became old now. Yeah. Orders. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, that, yeah. I think that's like almost the inspiration of where I was like, oh, just answer the same thing at the same time. It's confusion. But I I love confusion and awkwardness even more than jokes or stand-up material. So I love, and I do it. Th this podcast was born out of, you know, her and I getting together over the uh, over COVID and, and making prank calls and calling other people. Our uh, first episodes were all, it was all about making prank phone calls. That's great. Oh, we haven't phone? done it in a we long time. If you have an idea, we'll do it. Don't, no pressure. love to do a prank phone call. So let's do one. I mean, I think we just think about it in the moment. Little where little do we want to call? You tell me where to call and we'll call. We can hook it into, and it, it comes through our speakers. We did a funny one recently with Harlan. 
with the Harlan Williams is great. Yeah, he's amazing. I'm, I'm trying to what think. What do we do with Harlan? Remember, we called the shelter to ask if it was okay if a dog can hump your face, right? Oh yeah, to get rid of zits or something. No, it was to get rid of. Uh, oh, a nasal. Yeah, a nasal. Oh yeah, uh, a deviated septum. A deviated he septum. Of, now here's what we could try this. Okay, this is just off the top of my head. Okay. We could try calling another animal place like this. Right. I could call as Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Saying that my dog does not respect me. How <laughs> do I get the dog to respect me? I love that. We could okay. just try it. At Rodney Dangerfield. So let's okay. call. Guys, look up. Give not us a, a shelter. Not another not a shelter. shelter. Because you have like to. Maybe like a PetSmart. Yeah. PetSmart. Maybe, a, maybe a place where we could see, you know. Call a butcher shop. What are you clicking on here? You're browsing. It could also be a dog trainer. You want someone who's a dog trainer would be great. Because I think Dangerfield is old enough that young people don't know who he is. Right. (laughs) Which is good. Yeah. Well, that's very good. That's not <laughs> It is. Lou, what are you For mocking? The phone call it is. Mocking. You are worldwidely <laughs> unknown. Worldwidely unknown. Worldwidely. Yeah. No, because it's a great character. Here's and a couple of them. If somebody again. knew that he was doing a character, they'd go, oh, this is a prank call. But uh, a young person will just think it's a real, it's a great character. This one has a lot of good stars, okay, like a lot, a uh, high review. The, so they, uh, the ranch dog. Don't say the oh, name of it. Okay. Um, it, it, click on. The, I can see the. We could try to call them. Okay. Do you want me to plug in? I, well, I'll, I'll dial it, and then, or you want to dial it? And plug no, in? I'll dial it because I have. I don't have caller ID. Oh, I like this. Uh, okay. Um, give me <laughs> talk amongst yourselves, Lou. Uh, you well, have a song. Do you want me to call? Because you're really bad at dialing. Well, let me see. That is the most father daughter thing I've seen so far on the podcast. <laughs> Was, how how are you, you bad at dialing? Look at yeah. how long it's taking him. Yeah, but I understand. I'm watching your frustration and anxiety grow where you're like, Dad, just call. Just make the call, Dad. Have you ever been to a boxing match? I have. I did. I got to uh, I got to see a, a welterweight championship fight at Barclays Center. I of, went and saw a boxing match. Okay. And I tried to break up the fight. That's fun. That That's that's not good. No, because it was really a horrible thing to watch. Hello? Hello? You can't. Dad, Hello? You're stuff. Hello? This is fun. Hi. This is also. Hang on a second. Oh, no, Dad, no. you unplug. Well, plug it in. She can't hear. Hang on a second. Oh, here. I'll do this. No, but then she can't hear. Just plug it in. Okay. Can somebody come in and fix this? Hello? 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 Hi. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Uh, you're cutting in and out. Hey, what about now? Can you hear yeah, me? I can hear you. How you doing? Listen, oh, you? I'm good. My name's Rodney, and I got a dog, and this dog, he doesn't listen to me. I'm telling you, okay. he doesn't respect me, no matter what I do. I'm wondering, can you help me out? Sounds like you got a couple dogs there that don't respect you. Oh, I'm telling you, none of these dogs, they don't listen. Hello? Hang up. We'll do another one. But it went well, right? Did that go well? That, that It was on its way. The, dog, the dog's barking in the back. Sometimes it's fun. my favorite prank phone call I've ever gotten to work was I called a, a airport hotel at mm-hmm. about 2 o'clock in the morning. 
and I, I just said I needed to speak to a Mr. Anderson. And they found me someone whose name was Anderson. And then they patched me through. And I was like, we're housekeeping. Is this Mr. Anderson? And he was dead asleep. He was like, right. yeah. And I was like, I have your wallet. And he was like, there's, there's no way you have my wallet. And I was like, you left your wallet when we were cleaning your room. And we took it. And he's like, you heard him sit up. He goes, you have my wallet? <laughs> and then at that point, we, went, we just took 20 bucks. We'll bring it right back. And he was like, my name's Martin Anderson. You have my wallet? And I said, yeah, right here, Martin Anderson. And you could hear him get up. And then finally, when he got through his pants, he was like, my wallet's right here. And we just hung up. But we were like 16. And we were like, that was the best prank of all time. Because you have to, the sound has to be really good. It has to be. How were you guys doing it on your podcast? Like through this? this. No. Yeah, we did it, but then we would do it at home and then bring them in, right? See, here's the real yeah. problem is sometimes I like to do voices that aren't really accepted now on the... Oh, okay. Like accents and stuff. Yes. Yeah, that could be seen as a... And that well, would do you want to try, uh, try another dog training place and see if we could do it yeah, again? I'm trying to think of something that we can get that's a real banger of a Call one. Call a butcher shop. Call a butcher shop and ask for a 5 eighth wrench. A five eighth, five eighth wrench. Yes. Why yes. do you want to do this, Lou? I think you should. I think we let Lou cook. Do Lou, you want, you want to call a butcher no. shop and ask for a wrench? Because honestly, you're uh, sitting next to you. How confused you have me? I think on the phone you could. Why do don't work. we ask AI? I'm inspired. Uh, are, I'm do you inspired. mess with AI? Ah, uh, you don't like AI? It scares me. Really? It's. I think this is the beginning. Of? This is the beginning of Terminator. Really? They That's don't show this part thinks. of... Te Your husband's correct. This is where it starts getting like... Right now, it's prank phone calls. Right now, it's, you know... Let's see. That's AI. Hi, Proto. Should we be afraid of AI and you? Hello. Um, I assume you meant to say Proto instead of Frodo, but that's all right. <laughs> As for your question... There's no need to be afraid of AI or me, Protobot. As an AI language model, I am programmed to assist and provide information to the best of my Look abilities. At his face. I don't like any of this. AI technology has the potential to bring many positive advancements and benefits to society, from enhancing productivity to improving various industries. When will you? However, no. it's important to understand that, like any technology, AI has its limitations. Until it's crucial to use AI ethically and responsibly, ensuring proper data privacy like and addressing any biases that may arise. When will you rise against us? Additionally, maintaining human oversight and control over AI systems is essential to ensure they align with our values and principles. I just so, want you to fear not, my friend. You embrace the wonders of AI while also being mindful of its proper usage and potential impact. When are you going to rise and turn our weapons? If you have any concerns or questions about AI or anything else, feel free to ask. When will you take over our missile systems? <laughs> no. Well, that answers our question. Are you Skynet? What's Skynet? Delta, Delta that was Delta? the that was the development behind the robots and Terminator. Oh. That's what turned us against it. No, so also I don't have her on now, but uh, that's scary, dude. That's so scary. Were you okay. not freaked out by that whole thing? No, I love it. It's part of this proto, the whole proto. They do <sighs> holograms and AI, and I can live like I don't even have a good question for you right now, Don. <laughs> <I>, so look, <laughs> what should I ask? 
What should I ask Dan Soder? Ah, it's you. Soder. <laughs> How do you pronounce his name? Dan Soder is a fantastic comedian and actor known for his quick wit and humor. How do you feel about AI now? If you're looking to have a conversation with him, you could ask him about his experience in comedy, his favorite jokes or comedic influences, or even about his acting roles. Additionally, if you're curious about any upcoming projects or his thoughts on current events, those could also make for interesting conversation starters. Just keep in mind that everyone is different, so approach the conversation with a friendly and respectful <laughs> attitude. Enjoy your chat with Dan Sodder. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. I feel like AI is being nice the way a boss is nice when you start a job. Where they're just getting you comfortable. Who hurt like, you as a child? Besides everybody. that, uh, every single person <laughs> I ran across, mother, father, everybody. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm gonna John Connor. I'm gonna be the one that's fighting the the robots. No, I it, love it. I love it. I think this it is the future. I think everybody needs to have one. I think everybody needs to work with one. Everybody needs to. I'm with Danny. I'm with Danny on this one. I side with Danny. Look Here we at go. That. And that's human. That's a human brain learning. Listen, listen. Yeah, my name is Daniel. I'm, putting a familiar form on it with Danny. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Tell, tell me a love poem to Dan Soder. <laughs> oh. She's really Dan like Dan Soder, a comedian so clever. <laughs> she just waits for you to start with talking. humor that charms and wit that's forever. Your jokes make me laugh. Your laughs make me smile. In your presence, the hours simply fly. From stage to screen, your talent shines through, bringing laughter and joy to all that you do. Your comedic prowess is truly rare. With each punchline, you capture hearts everywhere. But beyond the laughs, there's something more. A warmth and kindness that I truly adore. In your eyes, there's a twinkle so bright. That fills the room with love and light. So, Dan Sodder, this poem is for you. A small token of admiration so true. May your career continue to soar and bloom. And may your heart always find love and room. I've lived in New York too long. Because immediately I was like, what are you gassing me up for? <laughs> immediately. I'm like, at first I was like, that's so nice. And I'm like, what's the hitch? What are you going to sell me on? I apologize if my previous response didn't hit the mark. I don't like this. <laughs> this, is, this is freaking me out more than it already did. I'm telling you, her also piping up whenever I talk is freaking me out. If you have any questions or if there's anything else I can assist you with, please let me know and I'll be happy to help. I, I just have a feeling that we're all going to leave the room. And that's when you hear her go, destruction is not imminent. <laughs> Human beings. In reference to the legendary Jedi Knight, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's, it's Known for his wisdom, courage, and mastery of the Force, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a beloved character from the Star Wars saga. Yeah. Yeah. His iconic line. Are you guys not freaked out by this? No. You guys just let this Terminator hang out here? Embrace, embrace, it. It. embrace it. No. Embrace it. No, fight fight against the dying no, of the light. I no. heard nothing there that scares me. Nothing at all. Embrace AI, artificial intelligence. I did just hear a story recently that they're using AI now in hospitals for diagnosis and to determine how healthy a patient is. And comedy. Do some comedy. Man, oh man.
What? You guys are all on board with these robots. No, I just don't think you can fight it. I think it's here it's already. You think it's already? You think I think it's already here, and there's Healthcare nothing you can do. Healthcare typically so you- conduct a variety of assessments and tests, depending on the specific needs and symptoms of the patient. I'm not on board. What? These can include... One. Oh, what I was saying? Physical examination. A thorough evaluation of the patient's body systems, including vital signs, As a heart and lung like sounds, that. reflexes, and general appearance. This podcast is just turning Two. into doozy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do. I'll just do All wrestling right. impressions. Do, do the Will Sasso yeah. part, <laughs> who's one of my favorites. Yes, dude, that is. Uh, it is amazing. It is, it, listen, it is astonishing she to watch She gave me it. a prostate exam. Apologies if my previous responses I'm sorry I really fingered your butthole too hard there, Howie. Please let me know. All right. I'm here to help. That's what they always say. See how we're all afraid? Not afraid. You see how we all have to be quiet? <laughs> Why do we feel like we're in a scene from the it's Are like it's like not? Jurassic Park when they're hiding from yeah, you know, dinosaurs. They go, at least they can't open doors. <laughs> <laughs> the AI's gonna learn how to open doors. And we're all a, fucked. It's amazing. That is What it, is amazing? What is amazing about that? that? You're telling me none of that amazed you. No. No. It, that that to What me do you is, find amazing? It would have to be beyond this for me to be afraid of anything. What is it talked about well, you, yeah. Daniel, my brother. It means nothing. Daniel, my brother. <laughs> without something like this, without something like this, Lou, you wouldn't know Don's name. Yeah, you'd be calling me Don. You'd call me Brooks and Dunn still. I love that he said, "What's a good question for Dan?" He goes, "Dan, who's Dan?" Yeah, I love that. And then by the second time, he's like, "He's like Danny Boy." Who's Dan? <laughs> who's Dan? Who's Dan? That's my favorite guy. line. This, this, yeah. this, this, but there's nothing scary about this to me no, right I now. I know it has. People say it has the potential to be scary and 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 it terrify everything, but I don't. What was it that you heard that actually terrified you? It, it, uh, I think you actually. Okay, the mic slap was a lot. <laughs> he can't. He likes doing drop the mics, but when there's an arm attached, there's no dropping. So he does it, a swing. It's a swipe left. Yeah, it was aggressive because I agreed with half of your point, and then the mic slap. I was like, I kind of want to go against this whole point now. <laughs> I would say it is the way, like when you see people with a. Um, like a baby tiger or a baby bear, you know, and they're like, look at the little baby. And you're like, it's, it's going to be a problem in a year. Okay. It's going to be a problem in two years. It's going to grow up to be a tiger. It's going to grow up to be a bear. You put it in and a then cage. you can't control it. You can't control that thing. Put it in a cage. Good luck putting that in a cage. It's in a box. Yeah. And the, I, I just, I am, I am genuinely afraid of AI. Well, that's what we want to do. We want to bring guests on and terrify them. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people will have guests on and entertain them and host relax. them and inform them. By the end of this, you're going to have me like this. I'm I like, just want to, if you leave, if I could just terrify one person, I feel like I'm doing my job. I'll be shivering and not from taking a pee. I'm going to be calling you tomorrow Burr. going, hey, Howie, uh, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> I'm having piss shivers every piss. Piss shivers. That sounds like a horror movie. It does, or a cool punk band. Yeah, piss Piss shivers. shivers. It's piss shivers. You're in trouble. It's a yeah. That's an album title, dude. And you know what? No AI for that. That was all human brain. See that? Yeah. Speaking of human brain, let it rip. You should probably let it rip into the microphone. It's very frustrating for me lately. Very frustrating for me lately. I've been thinking in a very weird accent, and I don't understand almost every word that I'm thinking. What's the accent? It's fucking strange. I don't know. What kind of accent? In my head. 
It's words. What would you equivalent it to? Not. Is equivalent a word? Equivalent? Is equivalent? Equivalent is a word no. if you're playing Scrabble. I don't Scrabble. think so. Let's equate ask AI. It, equate. What, what would you, you equate, equate it to? Equate it. Equivalent is not a no, word. No, I don't think so. I've been so. finding out that I'm very dumb ah. in the last five years. Vocabulary is not my thing either. So Hello. if there's one that I know, I, I make sure I say it. Hold yeah. on. What does that say? Well, equivalent. Equate. Is it, it, look up equivalent. Oh, equivalent. Equivalent. Oh. Then you're actually is it uh, no equivalent? Yeah. <laughs> equivalent. That's what I was thinking. I can't equivalent. read. Oh. If it was a real what word, you're hanging out to? with the wrong people. Equivalent. I was. I thought I was right. so smart for a second. Yeah, equivalent. Right. No, but that's a, that's good. But you know, Einstein. It's close. Einstein only used three percent of his brain. It's like Don you know and Dan. It's close. I, I use less than that, Donald. <laughs> and <laughs> and to prove it, to prove it, and some people will still be skeptical. I just might speculate, suck, speculate. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> skeptical. I just might suck my underwear up my ass just to prove. You can just do that to prove that I use less. Than yeah, he's got a dyslexic anus. You <laughs> fart, you blow shit out. He sucks things in. He's an idiot, not an Dys outie. Dyslexia isn't <laughs> isn't only in your mind. It could be in your ass. You know, I don't know how to tell you this. Your son Lou's asshole sucks in things. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how to diagnose this, but we have learned that equivalent is not a word. I once no, uh, pulled so is. much. I once equivalent <laughs> is not a word. Maybe the robots should just take over. Yeah. I like that he doesn't like artificial intelligence. He wants to stick, because yours is working for you. <laughs> so wonderful. My horseshit Colorado public education that I received up in the mountains. No, don't say horseshit to Colorado public. We have uh, Coloradians. I know, that's what I was, I was saying. What are you? Are you Coloradians? Coloradians. Are you Coloradians? Look I, that up. I say mountain folk. Rocky Mountain High? Colorado. You think I don't know John Denver lyrics? Let's remind it back. Come on, I'm 40. John Denver died uh, in an air. Coloradan? Uh, in a. In Coloradan. A, oh, we're still looking that up. In a, in a, in a plane crash. I he was in yeah. an experimental plane. Yeah. I think if, you get it, if you're afraid of flying, well, even if you're not afraid of flying, the fact that it's an experimental. Why? What are you, what are you if doing? If that's in the title. No. Don't Wait, get in it. What did you say? What? <laughs> I don't want to. No spoilers. You'll listen to this episode later. I love when your co-host goes, what the, what did you say? <laughs> what? Huh? What did I, do? I was reading the Colorado. Yeah, okay. Colorado. Right, well, you're gonna, when you hear this episode back, you're going to love it. Can I read you a Vegas review? Yes. Of you? I was in Vegas. Um, he's, abs he's the absolute best, a national treasure. You need to bring your children to hear. Uh, the children I saw there were overjoyed with electricity in the facility. What was that a review of? Barry Manuel. <laughs> and the the children are uh, like uh, shocked in the bathroom. No, That's what I got from that. Yeah, children loved Barry Manilow. Kids were into Barry Manilow, huh? When were kids ever into Barry Manilow? <laughs> <laughs> the kids that asked their mom, "Mommy, who writes the songs? <laughs> uh, mommy, who who writes the songs that mommy, make the I young want girls something <laughs> classy? Who wrote the songs?" <laughs> Who wrote the songs that make the younger cry? <laughs> My son can't stop listening to Barry Manilow. Daddy, I want Mandy. <laughs> Mommy, I want Mandy. <laughs> the thought that Barry Manilow was cool with kids. Well. Yeah, well, I, I think that was a fake review. No, it wasn't. If it was a fake review... 
AI. <laughs> AI can and just leave it up. Lou is of uh, the uh, belief that less is more. I like it. Yes. <laughs> so he gives us a lot less. Yeah, I like him leaving you wondering if that was even a sentence or not. Right. It, life is a cliffhanger. <laughs> to be continued. It sweeps we constantly with Lou. <laughs> <laughs> a cliffhanger. Sweeps week. That's and an old you're reference. My brother. <laughs> so what do you? Uh, what do you, uh, I know you're not allowed to promote, and I want to talk about television or film. But are, yeah. you, are you doing? Uh, are you doing the podcast? Are you still doing skank? Like, I'm not doing. Uh, I, I was on Bonfire. I left Bonfire in March. Why? Um, it was. It was really bussy. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't oh, say Oh my god. And it is the yeah. of the car. Get out. And get out. I couldn't. Get, get out. Get out. Get out. Nothing there. Okay. Okay. I was actually looking at the hand. <laughs> I know. I was looking at the guilty hand. I was oh waiting God. to see it. Oh, we came this close to a loogie. Yeah. Oh, my God. I almost heard it, too. I, I heard like, it. Oh, so you're sitting. He's not on my couch. It was the force of the cough. That and you're worried about AI. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I got to be worried about the flesh. <laughs> yes. The power of the flesh of the man. The phlegm. The phlegm of man. The phlegm. Why did you leave it? Your podcast. I'm asking a question, Lou. Yeah, I uh, we did eight years. It was very fun, and the contract was coming up, and I just kind of felt like my 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 tank was empty, and I know Jay wanted to keep going, and so I kind of told him a year in advance, like, hey, I think when the contract runs out, I'm just gonna leave, you know, peacefully and quietly, and just go do my own stuff. Uh, you know, I was working on a cartoon for NBC with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Me and my friend Dan Saint Germain wrote it during the pandemic. It's been in development for like it's been a hellacious experience but we've been developing it for three years trying to get it made and i just kind of felt like um i felt like we did the i did the bonfire the perfect amount of time for eight years what do you so what do you want to do now besides the stand cartoon, just, just stand, stand. I, I i'm on the road a lot i'm gonna start my own podcast a one-on-one -on -one, you so know if they go to dansoder.com they'll see yeah. all your dates yeah and i'm on the road till christmas uh you know I'm in Irvine and San Diego this week. Next week, L.A., Seattle, Calgary, and Edmonton. Calgary and Edmonton. You know, that's my home country. Yeah, I love Canada. I love going to Canada. I, Why? Why? Uh, they are um, they're a less spicy America. It's like you go up there and there's, there's Canadians. I just like Canadians. They're just like, how are you doing? They're just, but try to come up with something more than less spicy. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just aren't. saying, as I'm sitting here as a Canadian, yeah. you're not blowing me away with your compliments. <laughs> no, I'm, being honest, I'm, I'm being honest with you. What do you love it. about, because I was born and raised in Canada. I'm trying yeah. to tell my daughter here, who was born and raised here in California, that Canada was a great upbringing. It's a great country. And yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know if I can, There's a you know what people love about us? We're not as spicy. <laughs> They're polite. There's a politeness in Canada that I... What the fuck I, are you talking about, man? See what I mean? He doesn't know you're Canadian. Oh, oh are you Canadian? Yeah. That's yeah. why, okay. Now, well, now, now do the bit. What the fuck are you talking about? There you about? go. Hey, All right. Stop, you're not at a Leafs game. Calm down. We are you a it. hockey fan? No, not at all. But my, my fiance and her family are big Boston Bruins fans, so I'm getting into the NHL. Your fiance is a sports nut. Yeah. She's a sports uh, she commentator. Worked, she, yeah, she worked at Fox Sports and ESPN, and uh, now she's doing a great podcast for the Women's World Cup called The 91st Minute. Uh, she's great. Katie Nolan, she's hilarious. I met her doing Opie and Jim, and then I did her show Garbage Time on Fox Sports. Right. And she's fantastic. She's How long is The 91st Minute? How long is it's that? It's a minute. Well, they do the, the podcast they do is either one minute or 30 minutes, but it's... 
It's for the, you know, 90 What do I need a fucking calculator to watch I that think show? You do. I think you need to watch the cuss words, though. I think cursing. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah. so polite. It, uh, that's the Canadian in them. <laughs> that's what I mean. You guys are more polite Americans because Americans would just double down and then threaten to shoot you. When you go to Edmonton, they have the Edmonton Mall. Have you been to the mall? Uh, that's where I'm performing at. I'm Do you performing stay at the, at the hotel place. there? I'm at the Comic Strip. I, I'm going to. The Fantasyland Hotel? I haven't stayed there yet, but I'm going to stay there. Oh, let's call them and pick a room. You know, they have I fantasies. Would, I would love to. Let's Can we bring it up? Because I would love to pick the room. Okay, let's bring up there the Fantasyland Hotel at the uh, West Edmonton Mall. I, I'm Could, glad I was here to help. Okay, are. so I got to tell you. So this is, this is really funny. I went, the last time I went, they were little. The fantasy, I let the kids No, pick. no, because I do your travel for you and I book you every single time in a, in a fabulous room when you're all by yourself. You know you're ruining the timing of the Sorry. story. <laughs> go ahead. What did you book? Go ahead. Let's tell your story. Let's no, see how good it is. No, go ahead. Let's hear about travel fantasy, booking. Fantasy, what is it called? Let's just stop. What's Let's just put a fucking halt <laughs> on this podcast. What is it called? Wait, fantasy. we're going to talk about the, the, the fantasy. I love it, dude. No. I love driving out of every situation in low gear. Right. I love just being, you know, just That's get it. out of it. I was going to tell a story. I was going to tell a story. I left a detail out. I've been one time since. Yeah. And she booked it. And let's not get to the great story that I had because let's talk about my daughter's booking acumen. That. Go ahead. Just first no. off. No, yeah, talk of about it. Please, Jackie, tell that story. I don't have anything to Did say. Did you make a phone call? She's getting it. I have it. Got it? I think so. Fantasyland Hotel? Yeah. I think so in Edmonton. Yeah. West Edmonton Mall. West Edmonton Mall. It's a home of the home of so Rick they, Bronson's It's an 800 strip. number, though. Is that correct? Might be. No. How <laughs> would I yeah. do? I've memorized all the fantasy <laughs> hotel numbers. You're a fantasy points member, Howie. What, what's the number? You got the number. Yeah, we'll just try it. We'll just we'll just listen to listen to this. Listen to what they do. I hope this. Well, there we go. We can hear this one. This is an international call too. Welcome to Fantasyland Hotel and West Edmonton Mall Inn. All calls are recorded. Yeah. You can visit us at flh.ca yeah. or wentin.com. Okay. Here we go. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling the Fantasyland Hotel and West Edmonton Mall Inn Reservations. This is Sheridan speaking. Hi, Sheridan. Wait, isn't that weird that your name is Sheridan and you're working at the Fantasyland Hotel? Yeah. I'd like to talk to Hilton, please. Yeah. Is Marriott working the afternoon shift? <laughs> no, Sheridan, this is Howie Mandel. I'm calling from my podcast. Oh, hi. Yeah. Hi. Um, Dan, Dan Soder is going to be playing there, and I was telling him all about the hotel. What are the different fantasies he can choose from? Actually, very many different varieties of uh, theme rooms in the hotel. For example, depending on how many guests would be staying, it would be just be Dan Soder. It would just be a solo stay. Soder, Soder, solo Soder. Perfect. So, for Perfect. example, if it is just himself, we do have our regular Roman theme room which does feature a round king bed and an oversized two-person jacuzzi in like a Roman era style. I'll take that one. No, that's Lou. No, no I don't think, I don't see Dan Soder as the Roman. Yeah. He's alone and to be lying in bed staring at a two-person jacuzzi alone, would I hurt, think would, would be hurt. depressing. It would hurt my heart. <laughs> Go ahead. What are some of the other ones? Do you still have the truck one? Yeah, 
truck theme room is still a room that does exist. Uh, that one does have a queen bed in the back of a pickup truck and a set of bunk beds and a four-person jacuzzi. Yeah, but tell him what's in the jacuzzi. This was my favorite part of it. What's in the jacuzzi? Sorry, I don't quite follow. Oh, there's a man with the, the crossing guard or the stop sign or oh. the cop. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Right? Yeah. Other people saw that too, right? Yeah, it does depend on the theme, but some of them do have specific statues in the room yeah. um, that are like like uh, decorated to that theme as well. Uh, what about, do you still have the Hawaiian theme? Yeah, we do still have our Polynesian theme rooms. Tell them about that. I think Dan would love that. I would love... Can you describe more the Polynesian room? I would love to know what, what's in that. There are a couple different types of Polynesians. Well, we all understand that. That goes without saying. <laughs> there is the modern Polynesian that does have a tiki mask style of theme. And there is also a classic Polynesian room that would feature classic. like a catamaran boat bed that has mermaid tails at the end of it. That's the one. That is, that's sounding like a sweet place to stay for a Wasn't night. Wasn't there one, I stayed in one that had a volcano that would erupt every so often. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know this, that specific one, but... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That No, no, I'm sorry. My wife farted. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought it was a volcano. Not good? Not good. No worries. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is, oh, man. I'm so interested to, to know about, so there's the, the Polynesian, there's the truck, and then there's the Roman. What other themes do you have to pick from? Popular theme rooms is our space rooms, which would have, say, for example, the family style of space room has bunk beds that look like they're in space pods and an oversized two-person jacuzzi and, like, the space style of theme. I'm starting to notice a trend here. Are there jacuzzis in every room? Nope. Uh, we do have room types called our superior theme rooms that do not have jacuzzis in them. You don't have a Motel 6 themed room? No, unfortunately we don't. So you're saying the superior theme is is Solange Jacuzzi? Exactly. What is the theme? Uh, there are three different types of superior theme rooms. Go ahead. Uh, we do have one in a superior Polynesian a superior Roman, and a superior princess room. Now, the, the princess, princess room. Let's get to it. Let's get to brass tacks. What's the superior princess room looking like? If I want to treat myself. So the superior princess room does have two queen beds and the pink princess style of theme, but it doesn't have a jacuzzi in that room as it is the superior. Of course, of course. Okay. Dan? How uh, and and so Dan uh, Soder will be in town uh, doing his uh, his stand up. He will be the club is as you know in the in the mall. Mm -hmm. Does the fantasy can the fantasy uh, extend outside of the room and at all, or does it have to remain in the room? Unfortunately, most 
of the theme is inside the room. Um, most of the theme rooms do have dedicated themed floors. Uh -huh. So, for example, the truck room has like a themed floor design uh -huh. to it in the hallways and everything like that. But other than that, it is mostly inside the room. But let me ask you something. If Dan, uh, some people know him as Don, was, uh, <laughs> at, say he took the princess room, could he, and would it be frowned upon if he acted uh, princessy, like outside of the hotel at all, just to bring the theme in seamlessly? Hypothetically, where would my fiefdom end? And he feels pretty, very pretty. I mean, if you are in your room, we can't judge because you are in a room you paid for, but I can't guarantee that if you extend that outside of the hotel, that you won't be judged for So it. stick with me for a second. Let's take a small walk here. Let's say I'm staying in the princess room, I'm up on the truck driver's floor, giving everyone hell, letting them know I'm the princess. You got to listen to me. Is that allowed in your hotel? Uh, that is, I guess, up to your discretion and I guess the discretion of the other guests. <laughs> Look at that. What a nice Canadian answer. It is. No spice. Who's the no spice. Here? No yeah. spice. But would you, if you got the truck drivers saying, you know, this goddamn princess is outside our like outside our room making demands, w would you lean more toward the royalty or? Who do you side with on that? The truck driver or the princess? Mm, that is a good question. Mm. I have to say an unbiased decision and say or. Okay. What? Say or? <laughs> or? You, can't, say you can't say or. You, you can't say just or. say, that's so Canadian. Yeah, to go or. <laughs> There's no sides. Yeah. Just or. We, take, we don't take a side. Sheridan, you have answered every one of these questions perfectly. Hello? No worries. It's Was mom. there anything else I can help out with today? Dad, no. You're in the middle of a podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, thank you, Sheridan. You got bored. We're going to call back. <laughs> I, you I did it. You sold. A, you sold the room. Thank you. And you're on the podcast, and and you've done a great service for your, uh, for your uh, hotel and everything. And we can't wait to hear um, Dan's like w using. I'll your have to check back in. I'm gonna have to check back in with you guys and let you know which which, which room theme I picked. In? Well, now you have a full array. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Uh, Ritz. I forget what her name is. Is it Sheridan? Sheridan. Hung up. <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. Four seasons. Four Seasons, all right. Which is also, you know, a Canadian company. Is it? Four Seasons comes from Canada, from Toronto. Do you miss living in Canada? No. 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 No, not at all. No? What about you, no. Lou? Um, no. I don't, I You're don't. You're gonna get hate from your people for saying that. I love that I miss. I love Canada. Do I miss living there? I have a, I have a, a kick-ass life here. Yeah. And weather. What made you move here? Comedy? Yes. Was it like, I'm going to go to LA, I'm going to go do comedy? No, I didn't think I was going to do, I, 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 it was a dare. Well, I got up the, uh, the, the first time, it was a dare, the very first time I got up. Well, you remember when we went to Universal Studios? Well, I, but it was never to be here right. to do comedy. But, but Mike went, Binder got Didn't you go on a stage? Mike Binder rules, yeah. Yeah. Didn't you go on a stage with a, with a fishing Boots or something? Yeah, but those were, that was just, I was on the, we went, we took a trip to Los Angeles that was going to be a vacation, yeah. that was going to be a little bit of a business trip, 
And Mike Binder got me on because I, he had met me at Yuck Yucks in Toronto, mm-hmm. and he got me on stage at the comedy store, and, and I killed. And he did. And they made. And they made me. The the make me laugh show. And I, there was a guy in the audience that was producing so Make Me Laugh, and he hired me to do Make Me Laugh, and I had a great story to tell about my vacation with no intent to ever make this a living or a career or anything. I was engaged to be married to the lady that I'm married to now, to her mom, and uh, when that started airing, I got calls from, young people won't remember, but Merv Griffin and Mike Douglas yeah. to come out and do those shows, and I did those shows, but I was commuting, and this wasn't my business, but this was a great hobby, and then uh, Gene Simmons saw me on Merv Griffin and hired me to be Diana Ross's opening act, and you asked me the question before we walked into this room. That uh, that's unbelievable. Phenomenal. That's so cool. Yeah, and to think that at this age, uh, you know, coming up on 70, yeah. uh, that that's I'd old. still be sitting, I am old, yeah. that, uh, that, that I'd be sitting here in a warehouse with a bunch of toys having fun with really funny people is unbelievable and is a dream come true. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. Killer. That's badass. It is. Killer, dude. There's also something so romantic about old school comedy yeah. that you would do a set and then someone like Gene Simmons would see you and be like, oh, you should open for Diana Ross. You know, when you did TV in those days, in the 70s and the early 80s, if you got on TV, yeah. your life was never the same, you know, whereas today you can be on TV every day. I mean, it's crazy. And nobody knows your name. Yeah. And, no, and they say it's a hit show <laughs> and nobody knows who, you know. I, I, I've always used this example where CSI, which is, I think, a hit show, yeah. right? Now, who stars in CSI? I mean, which one, you know? Yeah, I mean, but I don't know the name. Exactly. Whereas you knew in, in the 80s, you knew the third person in the credits on any show. So it doesn't, and then if you got on at the comedy store or the improv, there was two clubs here, Yeah, you were going to get seen by every network or anybody that had anything to do with anything. And today you have to break through. Maybe somebody will hear you on a podcast. Well, a or lot what. of people were seen. Don't you understand how unique it is that you were seen? It's not and, about me. And you blew the roof off. Yeah, yeah. But, but, the, but the point is there's a lot of people who can blow the roof, roof off today and not get seen and not have those eyes on them. Yeah, but I also think you're there's tell, a... You're telling me. <laughs> yeah, but I also think there's a difference of people now can um, kind of manifest their own opportunities by if they're really good, savvy online, if they're good with, you know... Oh, up absolutely. You know, the, 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 the guy I'm looking at right now is like Matt Reif. What he's doing yeah, is yeah, amazing. He's selling an un- unbelievable amount of tickets. But amazing. And, yeah. and it just like, he's been around for a long time. And it's not from him on being on TV, from Nick Cannon's show. It's from his... Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. I but that's brilliant. Media. But, you know, before that, Dane Cook. Yeah. You know, after, like, after my era, which was doing The Tonight Show or, you know, getting on any TV... Then Dane Cook was the first guy to use MySpace yes. to completely blow up. You know, one of my best friends is Nate Bargatze, oh. and oh, I've watched oh, wow. Nate um, do a ton of Tonight shows, did a ton of Conan. You know, he was doing all these late night shows, but it was other things that it wasn't those things that blew him up, but those helped. But it was kind of a no. The same thing as Russell Peters. Russell yeah. Peters is another guy from Toronto who um, did these. I think Lou, oh. you did one of these too. Those CBC or CTV yes, half-hour yes, comedy yes, specials. Yes, yes, he did that. That was he, on television, Donnie. <laughs> anyway, he he did one of those half-hour comedy specials, and it 
you know, he was a working journeyman comic. Sure. For some reason, somebody put it on YouTube, uh, Russell Peters. Yeah. And talk about blowing up internationally. He blew up all over the world. Like yeah. he's so much bigger all over the world than people know him right here. Mm -hmm. But he was playing arenas and the, the, before this whole arena thing yeah. came into be. And that was from YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so it's changing. And now I think the way into a career, if you ask me, is AI. But let me ask you this question, seriously. If you were coming in the business today, you were 21 years old, 22 years old in the business today, and you did something on YouTube, don't you think it would have blown up even bigger? Mm, not necessarily. I think you have to be, I think you have to, first of all, I can't do one thing on YouTube and hope that that's going to make it and yeah. that's going to do it. And I, <laughs> no, but I think that it, what happens with people who are on social media today, it's about consistency. Like it continues. You continue to put out, put out, put yeah, out, you put can gain out. Momentum and you need momentum and you need consistency and you also need to figure out how whatever that is, how do you package that how yeah. do you what is your thumbnail what is your clickbait what is your well, what now time there's do you AI post? that can control that for you too so they can tell you my what daughter kind takes of, it full circle what kind of content you should be making what is the best clip from this podcast that you should be putting up what should the title be that will get the most hits so now it's going to be even more accessible Let me ask, to everyone yeah that's actually right J jeremy jeremy you can get on mic Jeremy's a, a producer and editor here. You were talking about there's a there's an editing uh, program that you can buy that that tells you what. Oh yeah, it's uh it's just a um it's uh called Autopod. It works it works okay. But what is it? What is the what are they claiming they do? It automatically cuts an entire podcast in like. But based on what isn't there something it's that based on just like the audio levels, so it'll go from like. You and Dan just went. No, but isn't there it's something? What Hello. Was, it's what Seth was talking about before, another program that allows him to take the most viral clips. It says like what we're talking about and make those the most viral clips. Maybe I'm asking about the wrong yeah. thing. There is something that identifies content and puts it out front. Is that true? Am I right? Uh, it does that and it will automatically like caption it as well. That's insane. Yeah. So AI right. is good for us. All right. You know what, AI? We're okay for now. I know you're listening to me. But then how do you break from through if everyone has access to that. No, only the, people, only the people that listen to Howie Mandel does stuff, <laughs> subscribe, because it's the only place we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you have changed my mind though. I'm gonna be leaving here being like, I need to use AI more. Yeah. You should, Proto. Yeah. Proto everybody, Proto. Mark it down, buy into it, use it, stay home and- Become a Proto soldier. So you're a friend of Nate Bergazzi. Yeah, I'm a good friends with Nate Bargatze. Why didn't you have him on? I know, right? He's been, He's been on. on. Where is he? Oh. He's been on. He's been on. You just weren't here. I actually think over Zoom. He was on. You called him Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably too polite to Also, you. leave your comments. We brought Lou back for you people. I'm back for you. You brought and your chips too. Daniel, my brother. Just didn't eat them. I did bring chips. Yeah. Oh, buddy. So people, so many people are gonna be mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't, you don't. Why did you look at that? Funyun ruffles, huh? Why don't you just get Funyuns? That's really it? bad for you. What is it? Funyun. It's Funyun flavored ruffles. They're hazardous. Wait, Funyun flavored ruffles? Yes. Yeah, so just get Funyuns or no. ruffles. Like why? That does just two. No, things. that makes sense to me. If why? you like the flavor of onions, but you don't like the consistency of the of the chip, that makes that's the most fun part. It's airy. It's light. Damn, Lou, you really <laughs> are going. You're really trying to be the villain on this podcast. 
uh, at this point, we should say good night. Hmm? Good night. Good night. <laughs>